I'm Mark Ficciani. Welcome to Forge Your Path. To see the type of impact he's been able to have on the lives of his athletes is really inspiring. What's up, everybody? Happy New Year 2024. I am just so fired up to be kicking off this new year. 2023 had just so many incredible ups and downs from kicking off the year with uh, a little bit of adversity with us and our family to some incredible highs, some unbelievable vacations, some personal breakthroughs, some business breakthroughs. And uh, and then just ending the year on a really nice, quiet note, it was absolutely a year to remember. And so many lessons learned around all the different things that happened, uh, understanding that sometimes what you think is a curse ends up being a blessing. It, it was just an incredible year of, of growth for me. And now heading into 2024, Last week, I was doing a lot of thinking, a lot of reflecting, as always, heading into that new year. And I've changed a little bit in terms of how I approach a year. Uh, there was a time when I used to get really anal about getting the notebook out and jotting down 25 different specific goals and markers and, and getting really rigid about it. And while, don't get me wrong, I still have plenty of objectives. I have some crystal clear goals for 2024. But I've just tried to simplify, simplify my approach a little bit in that I want to focus on a couple of key principles because I think thematically that can carry a year. Having one or two powerful ideas that can inspire and light the way ahead can really be the difference because that can be applied everywhere as opposed to I must achieve X by Y date. So I want to talk a little bit today about a theme that I think can be really powerful for you, as I know it's, it's powerful for me in after rediscovering it. And I always like to give credit. This is not my theme. I did not invent this. Um, I'm not the architect of it, but I feel like this is a powerful metaphor that I'm so glad I rediscovered because I know it is absolutely going to be a difference maker for me in 2024. And I think it can be for you too. So let's jump in. Jan 1st, I'm sitting there at the household and probably had let a little bit of my health regime go for the prior week. Got a little lax on tracking my food, a little bit lax on sleep and, and just that overall discipline. But it was a nice week. Got to catch a couple extra naps awesome food, time with family, but we kind of really took the foot off the gas, at least personally for me, heading into the new year. So New Year's Day, after a, a, a night of eating a little too much food, maybe an extra cocktail, and staying up a little later than I wanted to, I was a little groggy on New Year's Day. But one thing I always look forward to is having these days that are blessings, and that I know I'm going to have space to be able to learn, space to be able to grow. And one of the greatest vehicles that I have is I belong to a community called Growth Day. And there are an unbelievable number of different coaches and trainers and resources in Growth Day from 
an app to give you different reminders and a journal. And of course, created by Brendan Burchard, who's I think personally is the preeminent high performance coach in the world. You can debate as much as you want who that person is. Is it Brendan? Is it Tony Robbins? Is it somebody else? He's he's among the top. So this community, he always goes live on New Year's Day, and he's been doing it for 15 years, providing training. So I spent about four hours in growth day watching a couple of different live trainings. And one of the pieces that I loved was a question that Brendan produced and talked about with all the listeners and saying, how can I summon the best of myself every day? That fundamental question. Let me say it again. How can I summon the best of myself every day? And man, isn't that a powerful question? If you ask yourself that every single day, how can I summon the best of myself today? How differently might you show up? How different would your attitude be? How different would be your focus? How about your resilience and bounce back? How about your energy? How about your impact on other people? If you challenge yourself to summon the best of yourself every single day. I think that's a question on our best days we might remember to ask ourselves. But if you can do that 365, I'm thinking you're going to have a pretty amazing year. So I love this concept. It set a great tone for me thinking about that day and me thinking about this year. But really what got me going and got my wheels turning was a story I'd heard before and a reminder that I think to me is going to be one of my key themes for 2024. So I'm always somebody that's trying to look forward. And I'm always, I consider myself to be somebody that's always goal oriented and trying to really focus on the positive, really trying to be organized, being proactive, getting out to a fast start. If you've listened to this podcast so far as now we're here under episode number 43, you've heard me talk about these things before as my standard operating procedure and my principles of how I try to organize my life. What I don't talk about as often is what happens when things go off course. What happens when your best laid plans get hit with the sledgehammer? Traditionally, I've always had a tougher time with that. I know I had some real growing pains last year when my ironclad morning routine got completely demolished when we got our puppy Gus. Now I had to completely re-envision my wake-up time, how my morning workouts were going to go, how I was going to do my meditation, my visualization, and get the kid to school on time and start the workday. So that, to me, was a huge adaptation, and it was a place for growth. So this, to me, provides a similar way for us to think about what happens when things don't go as planned. So I learned a little bit about, from listening on this day, I was reminded of auto racing. And there are different schools you can attend. If you have interest, just like anything else, you want to get that immersive experience and you want to get a taste of what it's like to be an elite auto racer, you can go and pay and find an academy where they'll put you through 
the ringer for four or five days and teach you the fundamentals of auto racing. You'll get a top instructor and they'll teach you some of the fundamentals like the driving line and cornering and braking distances and all the things you need to be able to zip around that track at 200 plus miles an hour. And you go from being a novice to being competent in a short period of time because of that immersive experience. But there's also one thing that's one of the most fundamental in terms of what they will teach at a driving academy. And it's not necessarily about how to go faster or some of these technical components. While those are really important, there's another aspect of the work that's really, really key. So the piece that is fundamental to not just survival, but winning races in auto racing is how to get out of a spin. How to get out of a spin. If you've ever watched Formula One or if you've ever watched NASCAR, you know that as they're going 200 plus miles an hour, a spin is one of the most difficult things to navigate. It's also one of the biggest threats, not just to winning a race, but also to serious injury and, and serious threats to your health. You get in a spin, especially in the middle of a congested area of the track, you're going to draw contact from somebody else. And on a good day, that's going to be a minor collision with your car, which is going to require you to pit. You're going to lose time, try to be able to do touch up or assess damages or do whatever quick fix can be made to get you back in the race. On a bigger day, on a tougher spin, you know what can happen. You're going to get a multiple car collision. You're going to head into the wall. And not only are you going to be out of the race, you might have serious injury and some racers die in bad crashes. So a spin is a serious threat and it's debilitating because the, the consequences are real. So in thinking about this, what a great metaphor for thinking about life. Because, of course, when you're driving on a straightaway, sunny day, no weather hazards, no cars in sight, it's pretty easy to know where you want to go and keep yourself navigating straight ahead on the path. In a spin, that's probably the most difficult place to be able to sustain your vision. So what is taught in getting out of a spin? Here's what's really interesting. When you get into a spin, your human instinct is to guess what? It's to look at the wall because you know that hazard's over there. You know that you want to avoid looking, going into that wall because that's where you're going to crash and injure yourself and ruin your car. But guess what? By focusing your head and looking towards that wall, that makes it that much more likely that that's exactly where your car is going to go. So if you get in a spin, the whole piece of what you need to do is keep eyes forward. You absolutely must try to center yourself and navigate yourself back down the track and get your sight line of where you want the car to go as opposed to the wall, which is where you don't want the car to go.
So Mario Andretti, who's uh, probably the most elite Formula One racing champion in the history of racing, his simple advice, how do you become a, a champion? He said, easy, eyes forward. Don't look at the wall. Because if you're looking at that wall and you're looking at catastrophe, you're more likely to make it happen. If you're looking in the rearview mirror, you're more likely to be thinking about what's behind you as opposed to what's ahead. I think the same can be said for any aspect of life. You know I'm a golfer if you've listened to this podcast before. If anybody's played golf out there, how many times have you got on a tee box and instead of looking straight down the middle of the fairway and focusing on where you want to hit the ball, how often do you look at that OB right on the tight fairway or that lake that looms on the left or the 150-yard pond you need to clear on that par three instead of looking at the flag stick or looking at that place in the middle of the fairway? We all do it. We're all guilty of it. And by focusing on where we don't want to go, what's likely to happen? I know all the time, countless times, I've played golf with friends, played golf with family, where people will try to overcompensate and, and make sure they don't hit it out of bounds right. So they make this artificial swing that's unnatural. And guess what? OB right. Now you're, now you're re-teeing hitting three instead of teeing off hitting one happens all the time oh i want to make sure this is a fast downhill putt i'm just gonna just make sure that you know i just tap it so i don't hit it too fast what happens you hit the putt too fast so there's quite a difference between being smart and being thoughtful and understanding hazards as opposed to giving them too much focus and attention that you give them that power so in the auto racing school what they'll do is they will actually have the ability to generate a spin and they'll train people to be able to focus on eyes forward. At the beginning, they even have to hold your head straight because your instinct is you're craning your neck to try to look at that wall. But those millimeters of difference by keeping eyes forward will help you get out of that spin and keep you on the track. So as I'm thinking about 2024 and I'm personally thinking about my goals and my direction, in addition to all the things that I want to accomplish, one goal I have, one focal point I have is eyes forward. Because look, I want to be able to say this will be the perfect year that will be all sunshine and rainbows and no adversity ahead. But I know there's going to be curveballs. There are going to be curveballs in business. There's going to be curveballs in health. There's going to be curveballs in family that are going to require time and energy. So what I'm thinking about is when these spins come, how fast and how effectively can I get out of the spin by keeping eyes forward and getting myself back on track as quickly as possible? In the past, I know I've been guilty of having a rough go and maybe a spin takes me out of commission for a week. Well, what if I was able to cut that big back step into a day? Or what if something that really set me off emotionally that could have ruined my day in the past? What if I could cut that down to five minutes? Is that a more effective way to manage your energy, your time, and your life? So I'm going to challenge myself if and when those spins come, 
how quickly and effectively can I get out of the spin? By keeping eyes forward, by keeping my focus on what it is that I want, as opposed to what it is that I don't. So my challenge is, can you do the same? Can you not only be able to understand that when the spins are going to come, instead of hitting the panic button, instead of looking at the wall, can you embrace the opportunity to get out of that spin as quickly as possible by getting your eyes forward, by getting yourself back on the track, and then accelerating to that place faster than you would have otherwise? I feel like if you can do that, if I can do that, we're going to make 2024 an incredibly powerful year. So that's all I got on this episode. If you enjoy this, please share with other people. Like I said earlier, we're 43 episodes strong on the way to hit 100 this year. That's a huge goal of mine is to make sure that by the end of 2024, we will cross episode number 100. So I got a little work to do to make sure I do more than one a week, but I'm personally excited to make that happen. So thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.